podcast has been created by young people who have used the services of Amethyst Sark. In their own words, they have talked about finding the courage to speak out about sexual violence, coming to the Sark, talking to the police, going through the court process, the support they have had and how they have coped. Starting the journey. Breathe. Just breathe. The hard part is over. You're here now. They believe you unconditionally. Just breathe. It's all going to be okay. Do it. You owe it to yourself. Dear friend, it's A here, and I've heard that you're going on a journey through a similar thing to me. And I want to say, don't be scared. Just be strong. There are people to guide you and tell you that you are strong and an independent person, just like the rest of us. Be safe, don't worry, because you've got millions of supporters with you who are on your side. Love and look after yourself and never give up on your dreams. From all of the people like you, you've got this. By being here today, you are coping. Disclosure. The advice I could give you is to be brave in whatever you decide to do. When I first opened up to someone about what happened, I was in counselling with CAMS, and despite me not wanting anyone to know, my counsellor had to inform the police and social services as well as the people I was dreading, my mum and dad. This may be scary because you never know how your mum and dad will react. Will they be angry? Sad? Disappointed? Turns out they were all three, but luckily those feelings weren't towards me. They were extremely supportive, and even though they felt so much hatred for this boy, they were so patient and understanding. As a child, I'd gone through similar situations and felt like it kind of had a knock-on effect of the person I am today, and it had a knock-on effect on my anxiety. And I just felt like no other person should have to feel like that, and if I were not to go to the police, then he would have carried on doing it, and I felt like, in a way, I had to stand up for the people who weren't willing to speak out, who were just too scared to. If you feel like you can actually do it, then definitely go for it. Do it, because in the short run it sucks. It really does suck. But in the long run, looking back on it now, I'm happy I did it now. I know it took a lot of strength and courage and bravery, or whatever anybody wants to say. I'm just glad that it's over and done with, and I don't have to endure it anymore. After years of not being able to tell what really happened to me, I felt a relief that I said the words. They knew, and it wasn't me keeping his secret anymore. There are always going to be people who don't want to understand or believe in you, but don't give up on finding the ones that do believe in you. Talking to the police. The day I spoke to the police, I'd never been more nervous, anxious, scared. The list could go on. I was expecting to be put in a prison cell for some reason. I don't know why I had this stupid thought in my head. But I just felt like, you know, this was the place where all bad people go, not where you go for an interview. A million and one thoughts were racing through my head. What if I can't speak? What if I cry? What if I'm not going to be believed? What if I just can't do it? The room went quiet and the police lady asked me to say my name. The interview is very in detail, as in some of the questions make you feel uncomfortable, embarrassed or even upset as you have to explain every detail of the events that happened to you. But don't worry, their intention is not to make you feel like this. 
only to make sense and get enough details to understand the case fully. She, the PC, was very straightforward. She didn't try and sugarcoat anything. She was gentle, she was kind. She didn't sit there and say everything's going to be okay, it's not going to be bad, or anything like that. She just told me how it was and said she would support me and that there were other people who would support me all the way through. I remember sitting in the chair, being asked a bunch of questions, trying to hold my stuff together and not cry, because that would have made me worse. Going into detail about everything that happened made me incredibly uncomfortable. Like, I'm over it now, but back then I was probably one of the most nerve-wracking things I have ever done, but I would still recommend anyone to do it, because it helps in the long run. After explaining what happened, it got easier and easier each time. I wasn't holding it in any longer. I was ready to let it out and let go. I made my first ever video about the assault a few months after telling my teacher. I was nervous. I felt sick. I felt like no one would ever accept me. Him walking around without care in the world was I had been suffering totally didn't sit right with me. And I can safely say that reporting it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. And I totally get that it might not be right for everybody, and that's okay. Reporting doesn't validate what happened to you. You never have to do anything you don't feel ready for. If you feel you want to, that's okay too. It seems impossible, but you can. It's not easy, but you can. Having a medical or sexual health check. The SARC isn't a place anyone wants to go, but it is not as bad as what you think in your head. I was expecting an entire lab-like facility, and it was kind of like that, but a lot more welcoming. I've never been so uncomfortable in my life, but I knew in the long run it was best to be safe than sorry. The Sark is a safe place. Everyone is kind and understanding. Waiting for a CPS decision. Waiting for the CPS decision does take time. It can feel as if it's taken years, like your happiness in life is on hold. But eventually the decision will come through and the decision doesn't determine your life. Getting support. My sips are someone to talk to who understands. You can talk to anybody, but nobody actually understands. But because it's their job and they speak to so many people about it, they understand it more. It's just every day for them, sort of thing. So yeah, it's just better to speak to somebody who knows what they're talking about. My sips for organised more counselling because I was still really low and suicidal. So she referred me to an agency who were specialised in sexual assault cases. This is where I felt things were getting better. Every week I went to see my counsellor and she helped me pick out all the anxieties and worries about what happened, my future relationships, my current friendships, and how all these could be affected by the events. I honestly have no idea what I would have done without my sipsa. She's been there every step of the way. I never knew that people like sipsas even existed but I wouldn't be where I am without her. Words can't describe how helpful and how much of an impact she's had on my life. Working with my Sipsfa helped me realise that it's not my fault. Everything that happened, that you know it's just... There's nothing to be ashamed of because what happened happened and you move on. Remember, you can talk to people and don't hold it in. It's better out than in. Preparing for court. Take it at your pace and be brave, because it might not be okay now, but it will be. I'm glad I took the chance to view the court before my case, because it allowed me to take in my surroundings and meet all of the staff beforehand. 
I think if I had gone into the court and thought it was something it wasn't, I would have been a bit more overwhelmed and a bit more scared. I mean, I was scared, but it was a bit more, I know this. My worst fear was to come face to face with the man of my nightmares. The night before I couldn't sleep, sat up thinking of all the negatives. I think my advice to someone who was waiting to go to court after being a victim to a crime like I suffered would be to stay calm. Talk about your problems, don't hold them in, or when you get to court, it'd be worse than it should be. Also, prepare yourself. It's hard, but I think you shouldn't try to put on a brave face like I did. If you're upset, be upset. If you're angry, be angry, to a certain extent. But it will be the best decision you have made in your life to even come this far, because believe me, I know it's hard, and I hope you get the outcome you deserve. Keep heading straight, because there's light at the end of the tunnel. Never stop, always go forward, never turn back. Going to court. I imagined the court would be a thousand times worse than it actually was. I was so scared going into the courtroom and so anxious, but I was reminded that I'm not the one on trial here. I'm just here to tell the jury what happened. Throughout the days of my trial, the staff were very helpful, making sure you have security with you to make you feel safe. My Sipsfer was extremely helpful during this as she not only offered advice and guidance, she gave me distractions and a shoulder to cry on. The judge was really nice. He made it easier because he wasn't a scary person. He was nice and he was friendly, so it was just easier. Then we were waiting. It was ages. Then they came to get me and I remember walking down with my sister and she was holding my hand and I remember standing just back on the wall and I was like, no, I can't do this. And the door was open and I was like, I'm out of here. And she was like, no, you're not. And I was like, I can't do this. And she was like, no, everything's going to be fine. I said, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. And she said, it will be okay. Everything's going to be fine. And she was reassuring me and everything was fine. She was right. It was to me personally awful, but amazing. I overcame something I feared for months, but also had to go through the hardest part of being put in the box and dealt with by the barrister. It's worth it in the end though. Court survival guides. How not to stress too much. Step one, think about all your loved ones and how proud they all are of you. Step two, make yourself comfortable. Trust me, it helps. Step three, think about 10 things that make you happy. Step four, make sure you tell the truth. Nothing but the truth will come in your favor. Step five, last but not least, relax. I know it's hard and I've been in your situation twice but it helps. After court. Once you're out of the courtroom, you feel the relief and it'll be worth it. Keep fighting. How I felt the day after court was awful. I felt weird and I've spoken to other people about that. So the feeling after court is normal. Like I had a bit of me missing. Like I had everything held in, then a bit taken out. I think because I had to talk about everything, it was all sort of brought forward. I just felt like it was my anxiety times a million. All of the symptoms you could have times a million for a few days. To others who've been through similar, 
I would say you're not alone. It feels like the weight of the world is crushing you, but with time and support, it does get easier. Months after court, I was stressed, anxious, constantly annoyed at everything and everyone. I kept telling myself, every tiara will fall. You just gotta pick it back up and keep moving forward towards the crown. We'd been waiting all day. My phone rings and it was my sips fur and I looked at my mum and I was like, now is the time. So I answered it and she said, well done. And she said, are you ready to hear the verdict? And I was like, no, I was scared. I was worried. I was like, what is going to happen? Have I done enough? But a part of me was also like, I must have done enough. Nurse your body, mind and spirit like a robin with a broken wing. Be gentle. Coping. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I was suicidal and self-harming for a long while. It also felt hard as it felt like everyone was treading on ice around me. I just wanted to stop being a problem. But then a few months ago, I realised I deserved to be here, and I deserve to be heard, just like you deserve to be heard. You have a right to live, have fun, be free to do well in things that bring you joy, despite what has happened to you. I've struggled, and at many points I couldn't see a way out. It's been a huge roller coaster. Boxing really helped a lot because it's bringing strengths out in different ways because you can be strong physically and mentally. To help me, I cooked, read, drew, and for a while I did nothing. It didn't help. I felt trapped. So don't do that. You need to stay positive and not negative. It's easier said than done, but it's going to be okay. Talk to your sipsva about the feelings and thoughts you are having. They are there for you. Be proud of you. Talking to someone and re-engaging in the things that make you happy. The storms don't last forever. It feels like it, but it won't. So the real advice I have to tell you is to just talk to someone. Let them know the situation and make it clear to whoever did this to you that it's not okay and you are worth more than what they did to you. Your wings are not broken. Just rest in. Look after them and they will fly you out. You survived. We would like to thank all the amazing young people who shared their stories and hope this will enable others to break their silence and share your strength. <laughs>